Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. It's the holidays, everybody. It's that time of year when everybody is searching for the perfect gift and to make the perfect meal, to have the perfect kids on Christmas morning and the perfect picture perfect, you know, scene on Christmas of everybody opening their gifts and getting along and singing carols around the piano like it's an old movie or something. And, you know, the reality is we all strive for this picture perfect ideal in our head that's actually very unattainable. And this today's podcast is not about the holidays and those expectations, etc. But it is a great example of how we as leaders or we have leaders who call themselves perfectionists. I'm a perfectionist. I strive for perfectionism. And the more I was thinking about this, what what came into my head is that one's perfect, my perfect, is another person's imperfect. Ergo, there's no such thing as perfectionism. There's no such thing as being perfect. It's all in the eye of the beholder. Just like beauty and art is all in the eye of the beholder. So why do we put these this unattainable word on to ourselves and we ruin relationships, we ruin teams, we ruin um, ideals in our head, we violate our own expectations of what's, what we think is supposed to happen. I It's just, it's a lot of unnecessary stress that we put on ourselves to strive for something that frankly doesn't even exist um, because it's the holidays. Of course, we're all watching holiday movies and one of, one of my favorites, not my very favorite, that would be White Christmas, but one of my favorites to watch because just as fun is Elf. And I love the scene where Buddy the Elf, and hopefully this isn't a spoiler because if you haven't seen it, seriously, what are you waiting for? But when Buddy the Elf runs into the coffee shop because he sees the sign outside that says world's best cup of coffee, and he's just so excited for them. You did it. And they're looking at him like he's crazy. But I love that moment of, oh, my gosh, you did it. You have the world's best cup of coffee. And then later in the movie when, you know, he brings uh, the girl in there to try the cup of coffee blindfolded. And she's just like, this tastes like a crappy cup of coffee. And he is like, no, it's the world's best because that's what they said. It's the world's best. And I, I think that's such a great analogy for maybe somewhere along the way, someone did think that was the world's best a cup of coffee. Maybe it is just a marketing ploy. I mean, who knows? It's a movie. But but it, to me, it's a good illustration of I may take a sip of a cup of coffee and love the flavor. It's delicious. It's amazing. And someone else could sip it and want to spit it out. It's either they're not a coffee drinker at all, or they just really don't like that particular cup. And that's okay. That's what makes the world go round. That's what's so great. We all have our own filters. We all have our own ideas. We have our own tastes. We have our own thoughts. And so why do we push, and again, as leaders especially, why do we push other people in the work environment to be perfectionists like us? So I'm going to challenge that thinking. I don't think it's the people who think they're perfectionists are really perfectionists. I actually kind of think they're control freaks. And here's why. 
If I ask somebody to put together a presentation, and this has happened to me many times throughout my career, and I say, I, these are my objectives, and this is what I'm trying to accomplish, and la, la, la. So I'm going to go away. I'm going to create the presentation. I'm going to bring it back for my leader and ask them what they think. Now, somebody who is a perfectionist tends to, and stop me if you've heard this one or you've had this happen to you, they are going to be the ones that want exactly what is in their head to be on that piece of paper. So then when you don't nail it, because again, we cannot 100% get inside somebody's head. That's just not possible. We're all unique individuals. We're all different people. They are going to get really dictative, or if that's even a word, but let's go with it. I've only had one cup of coffee so far today. They are going to dictate exactly what they want in that presentation. Sometimes I've even had people just give me an outline. Here's exactly the words I want on every single slide in this deck. And when I have tried to say, well, what about this? Or this might be another different creative way of positioning it. Or how about this image? And it's a no, because in their mind, that is what needs to go on the paper. Now, to give some leaders the benefit of the doubt, sometimes there are times that warrant that in the workplace. If their leader is saying, this is exactly what I want, and then, okay, it rolls downhill a bit, I get that. But I would say 99% of the time, it is because in their mind, that's what they think needs to go on that paper. And that, to me, is, is their version of control and also insecurity because they are 100% fixated on a vision that is supposed to be happening. And if, it, and if you come back and you don't nail that and they're not open to what you've done, then what kind of team environment is that fostering? What kind of you know, recognition are you giving that person? What kind of appreciation or what kind of confidence are you instilling on other people when I just want you to put exactly what I think needs to go on that paper instead of being open to some critical thinking or creative problem solving or maybe a different way to do something. So then what happens? You surround yourself in the workplace with a bunch of yes people and people who are just no longer going to think for themselves. Because why? What's the point? I know that you're going to tell me exactly what you want. And time and time again, when I've tried to come and with a different idea, you've shot it down. So I'm going to now just, okay, whatever you want, and I'll just do it. How demotivating is that? Let's get into some sips. So first sip, there really is no such thing as perfection. And by the time you, you think you need to take to make that presentation, that speech, that blog, that, that meal, again, going back to the holiday example, everything perfect, it's outdated, something new has come along, or someone else beat you to the punch on your idea, or nobody cares anymore, or everything's just moved on. And by the way, again, the perfection in your head is never going to live up to people, and and you're never going to get that recognition that you feel like you deserve because you made something so perfect, because to, because your perfect is somebody else's imperfect. Second tip imperfection actually says you're a human being. And guess what? We all are human beings. It makes you more approachable. It shows your vulnerability, makes you relatable, makes you authentic. And the reality is you're, you're going to make a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. That is not, that doesn't mean, oh, I'm not perfect. I make a mistake. Well, of course you are. You're a human being. Brene Brown wrote a great book called The Gift of Imperfection. And 
it just talks a lot about vulnerability and I mean really who wants to be around somebody who seems to be perfect or puts on the image of perfection frankly I think those are the most inauthentic and fake people and I don't want them in my inner circle not only do they make you feel bad about yourself but it's not reality I think we get caught up a lot in this with social media Um, everything people put on social media mostly is a highlights reel of their life. They want to show you a certain image of themselves. Um, or, you know, we, we mask that as saying, oh, it's your personal brand. But a lot of times people just paint the rosiest picture on there. Everything's great. Everything's perfect. Everything's wonderful. Look at us, look at us, look at us. When the reality is there's no such thing. There's no perfect family. There's no perfect situation. There's no perfect life. We all have feelings. We all have hopes and dreams that get dashed. We all have 2020, frankly, and we all have had different, you know, impacts to our, our worlds, you know, same storm, different boats. But a lot of time people just worry so much about what that image looks like. And that's not relatable. It doesn't help anybody else. It's not a testimony to anybody else. If you want to help others, especially as a leader, you being vulnerable and sharing of yourself and sharing of things that did go wrong and showing failures and showing, hey, I don't have it all together either, makes you so much more approachable, makes you so much more relatable to people and people will trust you more. And the third sip, prioritization over unachievable perfection. You know, some things, in fact, I would say in a lot of things these days, You could be about 80% and go just for speed to market reasons. The world is moving so fast and information is like drinking through a fire hose when you you go on the internet for anything. So continuing to just pick and pick and pick at something until you think it's perfect, you're going to get passed by. I guarantee it. And that type of a culture is not going to be innovative and is not going to be groundbreaking. In fact, the most groundbreaking and innovative people and thinkers and leaders of our time have been people that have thrown something out there and see how people react. And then they they go, okay, well, 1.0 is all right, but let's go 2.0, 2.5, 2.6, 7, 8, 9, you know, to 3, 4. It's okay. That is what needs to happen because there's always something new that's going to come along that can make something better. A better thing to strive for is just continuous improvement. Put something out there and then just keep working on it. Keep making it better. And it's important to make sure you prioritize the things that do demand your attention to detail. You know, people love to put on on job descriptions or talk about in interviews or even talk about themselves as like, I'm just very detail-oriented. And, and okay, that's great. But frankly, shouldn't everybody be detail-oriented? I mean, that's kind of, to me, something that should not be just something that's unique about somebody, we should all pay attention to the details. But I would argue how much detail and what are you paying paying attention to the details about? Because you need to prioritize the things that do matter. Because if everything matters, nothing matters. So I'm going to pay attention to the details where it matters. But in other things, guys, big picture is okay. 80% go is okay. There are a lot of things that we do. And again, I'm not talking about every single occupation out there. I realize there are some occupations, probably quite a few in the medical field or emergency response, that 80% is not good enough. That means someone might die. 
I'm talking about most of the types of like corporate jobs or business jobs or tech jobs and even church jobs and school jobs and such is that you do need to prioritize where you're putting your energy towards. And then yes, like laser focus on those things and the rest of the stuff. Okay, well, that still needs to get done, but it's okay just to let it keep moving forward. And the other thing too is, you know, when you do have a leader that does pick apart your work or redline something or, you know, gives input on whatever it is, don't take it personally. It's not about you and it's not about, and if they make it feel that you failed or you screwed up or you did something bad when it's really just maybe a stylistic change or a different way to format or you know, a different way to tell the narrative or the flow of a certain presentation or a deck, that's just opinions. That's just their view versus your view and it's just opinions and that's just another human being suggesting something different. I think so often we let that really just chip away at our our self-worth, our confidence, and it really builds insecurity in us. And we just have to keep it in mind that as leaders, leaders are leaders, they're people too. We're all people too, and we're all just giving our opinions about what we think of something. And again, that is their their version of, um, you know, perfection, which doesn't exist. We are all different We all have our unique thoughts. We all have our own perspectives on the world. It's what makes the world awesome. We are all different and unique. So there's no such thing as perfect because my perfect is not your perfect. Some love an 80 degree day at the beach while others, a perfect day for them is 50 degrees and maybe in the Swiss Alps or in snow somewhere. Maybe your perfect is a cup of tea. Maybe my perfect is a cup of coffee. Or maybe you don't like either, and that's okay too. The important thing to remember is that there's don't strive for something that just doesn't exist. And don't let other people force you to strive for their version of that. It's a fool's errand. Don't let the journey through the land of make-believe, also known as perfection, keep you from reaching your destination. Now that's the world's best cup of coffee. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me today. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.